Hey there, I'm so happy that you are here. Welcome to the Power of Why podcast. You are about to watch an interview with an unconventional woman in business. These are women that inspire me every single day by doing the work that they love, living out their why. So make sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel for updates when new videos come out. And make sure to follow, connect with me on, on social so that you can be a part of the journey. See you later. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 7, part 1 of the Power of Why podcast. My name is Naomi Hailey, and today I am joined by the lovely Victoria Simba. <laughs> so, Victoria uh, graduated from the University of Ottawa in 2016. She studied international management. Uh, she currently works in the federal public service by day, and by night she is running Victoria's Caps which she will delve into to later. But um, what I really love about the business is that she focuses on you know, faith, love, community, and you know, exploring your creative self. So welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. So in part one, we'll discuss um, entrepreneurship and her journey you know, start you know, building this, this brand and this company. And then in part two, we'll delve into more on the relationship building and um, you know, how to best cultivate relationships. So can you start and just give us an intro about you and, and what Victoria's Caps is all about? Yeah, so yeah, I'm Victoria, like you said, I graduated um, in 2016. It's been two years, feels like forever. Yeah. But um, during my undergrad, I went on exchange um, for about eight months. I went to Switzerland in Geneva, which I loved. I still have a lot of memories from. Um, I have a lot of memories from it because first it was like the toughest like, like the hardest part of my life, but also the, the funnest part. Like when I look back, it's just like the challenges were actually a blessing in disguise. So, because that's where Victoria's Caps, like the idea came about. I was going through really hard times. Like I was going through depression. It's my first time away from home, so I was really alone and lonely. And uh, first time away from home, and you're in a different country. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, so that experience in itself was just very tough for me, mm-hmm. and I was just finding ways to encourage myself. I always had my faith to lean back on, but I just had to find ways to encourage myself. And that's how Victoria's Caps came about, mostly. It wasn't meant to be a business idea. It was more to encourage myself first. Yeah. And then eventually, I was like, let's go for it. People need this sort of encouragement as well. So that's how Victoria's Caps came about. Mm-hmm. I've been doing it since 2016. So you're coming up on your year, mm-hmm. your year anniversary. Yeah. And can you talk about some of the, you know, what products did you start with mm-hmm. and what you're branching into into now? So when I first started, like in 2015, that's when like the idea came about, yeah. I was doing PowerPoint slides for myself. So it was more like, it was like uh, quotes for myself, it was like, or mostly Bible verses. And I would just have it as a screensaver mm-hmm. or something like that. That's how I started, like the original, original Victoria's Caps. To encourage yourself. Yeah, to encourage myself. Yeah. And then in the business side, when I decided to launch it as a business idea, um, I wanted to do caps. Mostly caps instead of clothing, because I figured like there's so many clothing brands out there, and I was like, eh, I don't really want to go into that market. Let's just do something different. Let's do caps. Caps are very like noticeable. It's very straight like, to the point. Yeah. So that's how I started. I started in 2016. I ordered my first sample of caps mm-hmm. online. I got about 10. Okay. Saw how it looked like, and I was like, wow, this is, <laughs> I'm getting close to my dream. This is what it looks like. Yeah. So I started with you that. Feel that at I, point, right? Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. And I was happy with the quality, and then I had to find somebody to do the embroidery. Right. So um, that took like a 
for like eight months and then in that time I was giving up on the idea. I was like, you know what, this is just not meant to be, mm-hmm. it's not gonna work out. But I, in 2017, um, beginning of 2017, a friend encouraged me to just go for it. Yeah. And then I found an importer and then from then I've just been doing caps. And in April, oh, we're already in 2018, it's so weird. Yeah, okay. it is really weird. Yeah. yeah, when I look at the timeline. Um, 2018, this year, April, I launched my crewnecks. So I really wanted to do um, something that I can wear. Um, so instead of caps, I'm just like, I want to create something that I myself can wear and then others can yeah. also wear. Mm-hmm. Just something to just represent um, what what we all are, which is victorious. So I love and, the name. Yeah, so my name is Victoria, so I really wanted to do something that was um, that's uh, touched me first. Mm-hmm. So just me reminding myself that I'm victorious, not just because of my name, but um, that's all we all are, you know? Well, you have like you have your top right now. Yeah. So she has brunettes, she has caps, mm-hmm. which look amazing. Yeah. Um, and you touch on yes, that's yeah, true. It's winter. Yeah. Yes. Um, and we'll link up her information and her website uh, in the details. Um, you touched on a few really important things. Um, one was when you're you know sort of faced with an obstacle or a challenge. Yeah. You. Like okay, maybe it's not meant to be. Mm-hmm. It took you about eight months to yeah. find that to find that one person. Yeah. Um, but and you mentioned that your friend encouraged you to, yeah. to keep pushing. But you know, during that time, yeah. were you thinking, no, I still there's something there? Mm-hmm. Were you so thinking that? I I was really patient with myself. I feel like because um, I I'm really faith based. I I pray a lot and I just seek God all the time. Yeah. And I just didn't want to rush it. It just didn't feel like I was not ready, just mentally, spiritually, just where I was at. There was no money. I didn't have money. I didn't have enough savings. I was just not ready. I had the idea, and I didn't know if it was going to come to pass. I thought it was just mm-hmm. going to be like one of those ideas. I have hats here, nothing important on it. I have the idea, but let's just put it on the side. Let's just give up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was It was really strong. Like Just the messaging itself. Like I know the first design I did was the logo and yeah. then hope as well. Yeah. So during that time where I was giving up and I was struggling, like my faith and just everything was a huge transition because I had just graduated school um, and then started a new job. The messaging of Victoria's Caps is what encouraged me. So when I saw that and I was like, wow, just the words hope and like I had the design on my phone as a wallpaper, just seeing that it was just encouraging me. I'm like, maybe I need to go with this idea like mm-hmm. because in my downtime, like it, whenever I'm down, my brand encourages me. So mm-hmm. I think after those like eight months or so, almost a year, um, and my friend encouraged me, I was like, wow, <laughs> my brand is pretty powerful. Like yeah. for it to encourage me. Um, Imagine, you know, that exactly that power that it has for other people as yeah. well. And I think being so clear on that why aspect, mm-hmm. you were able to figure out every how. Yeah. You know? Finding the right people, and I'm sure it's a struggle. Like, so yeah, it was a struggle. The person that supplies the stuff is in Toronto, mm-hmm. and um, now your mom helps you employers. Yeah, stuff, right. Yeah. So you pulled in your family, your sisters here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like, what words of encouragement would you would you have for people who you know have something? Yeah. And maybe think it's you know in the early stages yeah. think it's you know nothing really or no one's really gonna pay attention. Mm-hmm. Um, like how important is that why aspect you think for you? Honestly, the one word of encouragement I give is have no fear. 
I think fear is what kept me waiting that long. Just like fear of the like, oh, what if it's not as great as I want it to be? And just because yeah. I'm a perfectionist, and I think you are too. Or we're all <laughs> I feel like it's the biggest like. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a complete weakness. Yeah, it's hard. Are you overcoming that? Um, I'm dealing with it. I'm like, I embrace it sometimes, and it's just as hard because yeah. I really want things to be perfect, and that's what it was. I really was trying to make it perfect, and I just. I was like, no, like it's so, it's so great that I know that even um, my flaws wouldn't like, you know, ruin it or mm -hmm. whatnot. So I think have no fear and believe in yourself. Mm -hmm. And I know it's cliche, like believe in yourself. Everyone says it, but no, really, like nobody, nobody will believe in your idea. Like I didn't share my idea with my family until like, until it was like ready to launch. Um, That's very interesting. I don't know how you did that. Yeah, because I really didn't want anybody to just give me their feedback or like, oh, how much is this going to cost? Like, you know, my mom was, was like, I was thinking my mom was going to be like, oh, that's a lot of money you're putting in on this. And I just didn't want any of that because I was dead set on launching it. Yeah. So I think have no fear of believing yourself. No one else understands. Maybe one person understands. But for me, mm -hmm. I knew no one would understand my idea like I do, which is why I'm not a business partner. <laughs> Uh, it was kind of hard to explain everything that was going on in my head, especially at the beginning. Yeah. So b believe in yourself because nobody, nobody will, you know. At the beginning. At the beginning, yeah. So and have no fear. Believe that what you have is valuable, and that you are valuable, and that what you have mm -hmm. is is what the world needs. I mm -hmm. think that's the two things that I. You know, There's only one to correct. Exactly. <laughs> but you know, um, I hear a lot of, um, especially female entrepreneurs, mm -hmm. um, relate their business. To a baby and say like in those yeah. very early stages, yeah. um, you protect it. You yeah. protect your idea just like you do your baby. Mm -hmm. You don't go showing everybody, um, you know, you're a newborn. Yeah. You protect it, you nurture it, and then there comes a point where it's ready to, yeah, you know, face that. Because I think criticism, helpful criticism, is yeah. important too. Yeah. Um, at the beginning, I'm so happy that you protected your idea. Yeah, it's important because um, if you know, you, no matter how much people love you, um, I think that. They don't, they don't know. They don't know more than you. For they sure. don't really know what's going on. And the baby part is funny because I was talking to my sister yesterday, and one of the challenges um, that I'm still facing with Victoria's Caps is raising my baby. Because mm -hmm. I thought that you know you nurture the baby. I guess you can really relate it to a child. Sure. Um, when it's a newborn, you know you're excited about it. You take care of it day and night. You know you're working on it all the time. And that's what it was with Victoria's Caps. I was like not sleeping. I was like going to work by day, and that night I was coming back and just. Working on Victoria's Cast, super excited, all that energy, all that fire, and whatever. Um, towards like six months or eight months, it was kind of dying down. I don't know if it was because um, I, I think it's just I got like no, I kind of lost that little motivation. Yeah, and, and it, it happens, yeah. And I just figured that by like that eight month or so, my baby would start walking, or my baby would just take care of itself, you know. But I'm realizing that you have to. Keep Taking care of it, I have to keep nurturing it, keep spending time with it, yeah. and just like a child, you know, mm -hmm. until it turns 18. You gotta take care of it. So <laughs> I think that's what's gonna be. I really thought that by the one year mark, um, my kid would be on its own and just mm -hmm. running itself, just like um, you know, I'd get customers just like that without marketing. But no, I gotta keep doing the things I was doing at the beginning, and yeah. that's what uh, makes it a child with babies. So, yeah, yeah, that's that's a great transition. Um, you know, talking about those little things that you need to do for those yeah. who are interested, let's say, in starting something, a yeah. venture. Um, like what were some of the things that sort of surprised you about coming into 
I think um, definitely the thing of taking care of the, the business. Um, even if, I think even in the second year, I'm still gonna have to take care of it. Yeah. Um, until like you sell it or something, or like you get more help or whatnot, I still have to keep taking care of it. And I think one thing that did surprise me also is how rewarding it is. Mm -hmm. Like the good, you hear all the negative part, like oh it's hard work, which is true, it's hard work. Um, you might lose your money, you might do all those things, but there's a lot of positive things to it. Is that it's really rewarding. Like when I put two hours into working for the business. I see it, like I see the fruits like right away. Or the results, right? Yeah, you see the results, probably not right away, but you see it, as opposed to like when you're working for someone else, mm -hmm. you kind of wait for them to give you like feedback. feedback or like the one year assessment type of thing, but with your business, you see it, you see the hard work you put in, yeah. and that like is so rewarding and I love it because even if some people don't see it, like they'll be like, what's going on with the business? And I'm like, don't worry, I know what's going on, <laughs> like I'm putting in work, and like,
huge asset, I think, that you yeah. have. Um, so can you talk a little bit about differentiating, differentiating your business from, mm -hmm. from others and what you think about that yeah. aspect? I think um, the way to differentiate myself is just being me. I think you can't, I, I mean, you get inspiration from others. And in the early stages, I'm going to be honest, I was looking for inspiration from different brands. And I was seeing a lot of different brands that were doing things that I was doing. Yeah. And then I started, I started copying and comparing. And that really, it really kind of like, it demotivated me. Because I was like, oh, I want it to be like this brand. And like, yeah. I like this brand. And I find another brand. And I'd be like, oh, this, the website's cool. Let me do my layout exactly like that. And I would. Like, I would. I don't know if people were following me in the early stages, but my website was changing like probably every week. <laughs> like, I was just not happy with the layout. Because I was saying other ones. So I was like, oh, I really like the way they have it. And then I would just copy it and do the same thing. And then I realized that wasn't working because I'm, I'm going to keep finding something better tomorrow, sure. the next day, the next day. So I was like, let me just get inspiration. It's okay to get inspiration. Look and see, oh, how they did it. Okay, I'm going to do it this way. And I'm okay with this way. As long as you're happy with the way it looks and just not comparing. And I think differentiating is just not comparing. Like you can see somebody doing something like you, or but you're different. Like it's you don't have to worry about what they're doing, you know? Yeah. Um, like big brands that I see, like there's this one brand online that just inspired me so much from the beginning. And I'm just not gonna compare. Like his success is his success, you know. Um, how he did it is how he did it. My story is different, and I'm different, and the, the work I put in is different. So that's the only way you differentiate yourself, just mm -hmm. by being you. Mm -hmm. Nobody can steal that away from you. No, so. Yeah. And you have to own it. Mm -hmm. Like you, and you do own being first so well. Um, <laughs> so that's great inspiration for, for other people because I think like now, I want to kind of move into the online side of things, yeah. like how you reach your customers. Mm -hmm. But um, uh, I think it's now easier more than ever yeah. to compare ourselves to other people. Yeah. Yeah. And like, really need to protect your energy. Yeah. Right? Um, so, interesting. Thank you for sharing that. Um, what are some of the ways that you've found have been really good for reaching out and like, finding customers and like promoting online from a marketing side? I think um, I use Instagram a lot. That's, I think, like the one platform that I, I love to use. Um, hashtags and all the follow, like I just, I love it. And I think the one way that I engage with my uh, my audience mostly is by having captivating captions. I think that um, people relate a lot with um, quotes and yeah. with things that are true, that are positive. And I think even if someone's just scrolling through, um, there's so much like, negative things, so much like things you could compare with and I think that with having a positive caption will just give somebody, if it just helps one person, like if it just motivates one person, that's what I love to do. Mm -hmm. And I think people appreciate that a lot. I had a friend on my personal page, I, I share, um, sometimes I share Bible verses, sometimes just positive, like encouraging yeah. words and she messaged me, it's a girl from high school and she was, she said that she appreciated that, she said she liked it and I was like wow, I'll keep doing that then, yeah. like you never know who it could help so I'm like, if I'm just, if I, I could just flood Instagram with positivity, I will. And another way is having good creative um, pictures. Like I'm, I'm a, like, she is a photographer. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> I, I, I take pictures. Yeah, I guess I'm a photographer. Um, so I, I love, I love it. And I think um, me sharing what I see, um, which is why I love about photography. It's just like your vision. So like every photographer is different because of that. Because you all, they all have different like. Um, lenses and we all have different perspective on how we see things yeah. and if I can show people what I see and like just 
attract people with the like the pictures on the page on the website. Yeah. That's how I engage with them. That's how I engage with the creatives mostly. Yeah. People who love just aesthetic. People who love because that's how I I find um, pages on Instagram. Like, mm. Just the following hashtags. I'm like wow, like this page is nice. The pictures are nice. Follow. Yeah. And I think that's the one way I engage with the creatives mostly. Mm -hmm. And um, online with marketing, it's just really reaching out to the people who have influence. Yeah. Um, people like micro influencers are also like. A yeah, yeah, yeah. People like whenever I try to integrate a certain market, like a city, um, I know certain people, and I'm also trying to connect, especially on social media. It's so easy. Like yeah. Find somebody like, wow, I like the content. Can we collaborate? So I think that's one way I I branch out and I, I do my marketing. It's just try to find people. And I think in year one, I'm going to do that, or second year, I'm going to do that more. Mm -hmm. I haven't done that really in the beginning, so I'm still trying to find my, um, you know, what works, what doesn't work, and yeah. what's my audience exactly. Because yeah. um, I had it, I had a plan of like who my audience is and all that stuff, and it's different. Like, it's not, I mean, nothing went according to plan. Like, the audience reacts differently, we're different, so um, I think in year two, I'll do a lot more, like, collabs and, like, mm -hmm. Definitely reaching out to bloggers and all that stuff. So. That's awesome. That's a great way, I think, to to grow. And yeah. if you find the people who are who believe in the same thing that you believe, it's That's just important. it's yeah. just genuine yeah. and authentic. What you talked about. Yeah. Um, I think that wraps it. Thank you so much for the first part. Yeah. Um, I hope you enjoyed that and took some amazing piece of um, you know advice from Victoria. Um, and I hope it inspires you to. Go after what you want and not be scared of judgment or what other people yeah. think. Who cares? <laughs> who cares? Do you? Yeah. No, who cares? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Stay tuned. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Power of Why podcast. It is such a pleasure to bring forward women who are absolutely killing it in their industry. If anything resonated with you in this episode, make sure to put it in the comments or even reach out to me directly. So if you know any women or if you are a woman who um, is doing incredible things in your community, send me a message. I'd love to chat.